and welcome to another episode of All That Film. All right, so we got a we got a little bit of a big movie to review uh, this week. We're, we're back at it. Movies have returned. Obviously, we had Godzilla, which was cool, uh, but then it went away, and we had to wait like a month for uh, or a couple weeks for Mortal Kombat, which only Todd saw. Uh, but with that said, we got we got four great people that have seen a movie this week. Uh, one of which, actually, Todd, did you watch this with the early access thing? I didn't. No, I okay. didn't. Uh, and I I know Margot for sure did. Uh, we have three returning people. Uh, I'm your host, Hey, uh, and of course Margot and Todd. But also we have a new guest, first time on the podcast. Uh, Mungo, did you did you watch this with the early access Netflix stuff? Yeah, I did a week ago. Yeah, nice, nice. So uh, obviously it'll be me and Todd watched it this weekend, but mm-hmm. I'm sure are you, are you gearing up to rewatch it? <laughs> I watched it again last night. Nice. I yeah, was gonna yeah, I... watch it again, and then all of my friends were doing something else, even though they said they were gonna watch it. Wow. So... <laughs> Margo, I'll I'll be bold enough to say it. It's time for you to find new friends. All right, I kinda <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Um, no, but with that said, Mungo, I'll let you go first. Uh, you are a big fan of this. What, what are your thoughts on this film? So I think this is, might be my favorite animated movie of all time. It's, it, it's literally perfect in every way. Um, the characters are so well written, especially Katie, but I'll get into that later. The animation is insane. The humor is my type of humor because... Uh, of the writers of the movie that wrote Gravity Falls, one of my favorite shows, which kind of shaped my humor because I was it like growing up. But yeah, the humor is my type of humor. The animation is insane. The voice acting is perfect. Yeah, it's it's a perfect movie. Yeah, nice. I am I am so upset that you stole the little tidbit of the two directors worked on Gravity Falls beforehand. I thought. I uncovered this this neat little fact. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Todd, Todd, have you been getting into Gravity Falls or have you been watching Infinity Train? That's what I was no, going to ask. You know. Gravity Falls. I'm uh, about halfway okay. through the second season. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay, I was curious. Do you see similarities in humor? Because I, this, like, it seems very much in a similar vein. I, I'm completely I in agreement with. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's really cool because like everyone from that project has like gone on to do great stuff. I'm still waiting for what Alex Hirsch is doing next, but awesome that um this has this has risen as your best animated film. That's really cool. Um, I'll move to to Margot. Uh, what are your thoughts on this film? Did you find I'm... it been slightly relatable? I mean, was it hard to? Oh yeah, I really I really had to struggle to relate to the main character it's like completely the opposite of me like i fucking hate movies i've never made a film in my life i'm straight Uh, (laughs) no it was really good i i don't think it's perfect in my eyes but it's pretty close uh the animation was just absolutely beautiful like Disney needs to step the fuck up with all their movies that look exactly the fucking same because Sony is really <laughs> stepping it out of the park. Like, all their movies look so unique. Like, 
you wouldn't even know that you could do this with 3D animation based on all the boring shit that Disney does. Like, it's just so, it's so nice looking, and I love the 2D elements. It's just so good. It's so good. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> geez, we're <laughs> dragging Disney already. Yeah, um, I'm always going to drag Disney. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, especially just because, like, it's kind of to the point. I get, like, there's people that are, like, we talked about this on the Toy Story 4 review or whenever we were talking. I actually don't remember when we brought this up. But me and Margo were talking, like, oh, hey, photorealism is cool and all. But, like, that can only, we we've seen it now. And that's cool. But, like, do something new. Um, and, like, some of the Pixar movies, yeah, it's fine to do. But when... Characters from Onward look like characters from Ratatouille. Um, <laughs> a bit of a problem there. Uh, but with that said, uh, we are going to go to the mean old grouch of this episode. Uh, Todd, what were your thoughts on this film? So I'm going to admit that there might just be something wrong with me. Because I also didn't... I, I thought like Soul was just okay. Same with Maya and The Last Dragon. Like recently i um i just thought this was fine like if i'm being honest like i didn't particularly love this although i'm really glad people like it uh because i think it's basically produced very well i do agree that the animation is really nice uh there are some unique looks in it that i enjoyed um and the characters are a little bit more fleshed out i am glad that I am glad that across America, there are girls who are not like other girls who get to find a girl who's like them uh, in Katie, and uh, that I think she is a pretty cool character. That said, overall, I just found this kind of predictable and a bit too broad. Like, it did remind me a little bit of Gravity Falls, a show that I'm liking quite a bit, but if I'm being honest, and part of this is just all ages stuff, maybe I'm just not right for all ages sort of material or something, but I just, I uh, like rated R. I know Todd's <laughs> rated R. I like uh gravity falls for every hundred jokes. I really like 55 of them and 45 of them fall completely flat for me. I would say roughly. And that's about, oh. kind of, yeah. And that's about kind of how this movie felt with some of the more broad stuff. That's uh, just kind of, I would say, like purely silly humor. It just doesn't work for me. It doesn't really bother me, but it just doesn't do much for me. And then I found kind of the end 35 minutes of this film to just be, here's an old man word, a bunch of gobbledygook, a bunch of malarkey. Uh, I just, it felt very, uh, <laughs> it just felt very kind of like uh, crowded on the screen and just like a bunch of shit was happening, but not a lot of structure to it or a lot of thought put into how it connected together. So I know that I'm the bad guy, but that's my opinion. I thought it was all right. Hmm. A lot of, a lot of stuff on the screen, huh? Interesting. Um, so it's, it's good. You brought this up because this actually ties into my point that um, I wanted, I wanted my family to watch this to get an idea. I think this is a movie like, made for i don't know like 15 to 20 like five-year-olds like in that age range because and, and this is why it was interesting todd told uh me beforehand which kind of goes along with this theory uh that some of these jokes just don't land as well and in, in like 
the pacing of it is so interesting because it really like honestly and and there's references to it too so i i don't think they're they're um hiding from this but it really plays like a youtube movie if that makes sense um mm -hmm. just with the way like it does like uh these like it's split second jokes where it goes off to the side for a second or it'll do like a weird filter thing or it, it's throwing so much at you and and, and i love that aspect of it um but i could definitely see like someone being like god this movie is overwhelming because it's doing a hundred different animation styles a hundred different plot lines oh my god the last 30 minutes you're right maybe old people think it's gobbledygook however <laughs> i eat gobbledygook up man i i had gobbledygook <laughs> for breakfast lunch and dinner i can rewatch this film all day um I cried six times because <laughs> it's just as soon as as soon as I see the words or I see it in a movie, dysfunctional family that that just loves one another. I'm like, all right, sign me up. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I think that'll be like an interesting aspect of this because I almost think like something I, I don't know what the general consensus on like. Todd likes Adventure Time, and I think Adventure Time is more like it can be watched by more ages, whereas this I feel like is like geared towards the weird like in, in between millennial and Gen Z age, but who knows. Um, but yeah, no, I love this. Um, I thought it was really, really tons of fun. Uh, I really like the voice cast, uh, and to Margo's point, yeah, I... I would love to see, and it's on Netflix, so <laughs> maybe we never will, unfortunately. Um, but I'd love to see a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff because I loved seeing that oh, for Spider-Verse. I um, saw some of it because we had someone from Sony come to our school and talk about the movie. Whoa. Dang. All right, we get it. You're in animation school, nerd. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but I, there's some there's some key scenes. We'll get into spoilers. Um, I could I could see how this some things fall flat, especially because uh, Todd has a heart made of stone. Um, true. <laughs> so with that said, we'll go around and get scores, and then if you haven't seen the movie, uh, do not stick around afterwards because we are about to spoil the mess out of it. Uh, with that said, Todd, what is your score out of ten for this film? Uh, five and a half. Margo, what is your score for this? Uh, 9.5. 9.5. And Mungo, I'm assuming 10, it's, correct? Yeah, it's higher than 10. It's higher than 10. Oh, so you're going to put it at 15 to correct for Todd's um, <laughs> score. Uh, I will go 9.1, which divided by 4. Still an 8.5. Take that, Todd. Um, <laughs> uh, but with that said, we are about to spoil, spoil, spoil this movie. So if you have not seen it or do not care, you should care because it's a really good movie. And I don't want to spoil some uh, very, very critical scenes. Uh, but with that said, we got to go into spoilers here. So skedaddle. Watch it on Netflix. You probably have a Netflix account. Ask your friend, ask your roommate, ask your family member to borrow theirs. Uh, so you can see a spoiled moment 
Furby scene, my God. <laughs> that's that's the first one I wanted to touch on because I thought that was just anim animated so well. Um, the chaos of it. I do, the one thing I will say, I was a little confused because I thought, because uh, there's so much happening at once. I was like, okay, I guess we're at the end of this maybe. Um, and there's like, Four different times where you're like, oh, cool, we're about to get to the end of this. And then the movie's like, nah. I'm like, all right. Because every time it's good after. So I, I don't really have a problem with that. Same with the Furby thing, because the Furby uh, climax isn't, you know, um, the the end all be all. I loved I loved that whole moment just with all the appliances chasing them. But uh, is there a sp particular moment you you y'all wanted to talk about aspect of the film? I wanted to point out i earlier i said that it's a perfect film well i was wrong i just remembered something <laughs> um there's it's not i i, I really like it but you, you know that part when katie's dad is trying to go on youtube to put the um, doc op video on the screens <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah that moment happens in cloudy uh, with a um, I don't know the title the, the meatballs movie that Lord and Miller also yeah did. cloudy with the <laughs> the meatballs it's the exact same while uh, <laughs> that tries to send the thing to Flynn it's the exact same thing and just uh, Lord and Miller did Lord and Miller directed cloudy and produced this movie so like I really like the two, the two movies and I really like this scene but just like it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing, and it's probably the only thing that I don't love in this movie. I could I could see it ten more times, so uh, not a complaint for me. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's interesting that you bring that up, um, Margo. Was there a particular scene you wanted to shout uh, out? In terms of like moments I didn't like, I didn't like them singing the Numa Numa song. I was like. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> that's so old. Stop! <laughs> like there are a few. That's what's. That's what keeps it from being a perfect movie because it has like a cringy. Uh, what? Oh, the Numa Numa makes it, funny. baby. <laughs> like what older people think is funny internet humor, but then they saved it with that that really weird video. Mungo like quoted it in his review. What was it? Deregulate tapioca. Yeah, deregulate tapioca. That felt yeah. like a that felt like a normal <laughs> meme. <laughs> that felt like a thing, but not the Numa Numa. Well, song. Also, like I, I I pointed this out to uh, my girlfriend while we were watching. Like they have the memes the kids are using are just like top text, bottom text, and I'm like, this is set in 2020, right? Like kids aren't making those memes. <laughs> like, I, maybe I'm wrong, but. Um, <laughs> No, I, I I agree with you that. Uh, but with that said, I love the the Numa Numa being um, or like fight song at the end. So um, wouldn't want it any other way. The one the one aspect I was going to talk about um, that I think is really well done, and Todd, you might disagree. Um, I liked the differing perspectives of the internet because the internet is a obviously. Um, Katie's character was because she is yeah uh, she would have been born with the internet already being like close to a big thing or a big thing uh, and whereas the father has lived a very long like most people's 
parents in this very recording. Um, mm -hmm. So like when when she was talking about, she's like, oh well, this is like how I interact. Like because she makes mo that's where she puts movies. That's where she like meets some of her friends that she's gonna meet in college, uh, and like the dad just does not get it. And I think this is a really this is a really well done approach to the. Um, I don't want to say bad, but like not neglectful either, but like just a, in a father that doesn't get it. Um, because I think a bad example on the flip side, I recently rewatched chicken little and <laughs> the, the whole movie. Um, <laughs> the dad's just like, ah, oh, my son can't play baseball. I hate him. Uh, and then you're supposed to like love his turn at the end. And it's like, Wait, no, you hated your kid because he wasn't athletic. Like, right, right. <laughs> um, and, and this is a very good ex example because both of them want to do very different things. Both of them have different views on, on certain things. And at the end of it, I, I love the way I thought it was completely earned. That he sends this weird letter that's like, friend me on the internet. Um, because of that's course, the like, funniest. That's yeah. the funniest joke in the whole film, in my opinion. When she opened that letter from him. The... <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I, I thought all aspects of, of that were really well done. Uh even the whole I would normally not to, you know, keep relating it to Disney. There's a lot of times Disney does the liar reveal, and there's this whole like dull moment that like always feels sort of formulaic at this point. That happens in this movie doesn't feel formulaic. I was like, all right, fine. Because they do not linger on it. And they don't have the dad be like, Wah. he's like, you know what? I like my daughter is doing stuff that I should be proud of. And, and like, that's a good earning moment that again, it, it's earned between the dynamics. Um, so I, I don't know if you guys have any other um, scenes or thoughts on that, but. I thought that was effectively done. I mean, to to clarify my position, it's really not that I dislike this film in any way. I think just like American animated family comedies are just a genre that for me, it they, they always feel kind of the same to me. And even though I thought this film had things that were executed really well, like there was nothing in my opinion that was like, like super new or challenging like in terms of like the stuff on technology which i think like you know like in terms of how what does that add to even like what wally did you know what i mean like years ago like in terms of like the overall message and then but the family, I, the family I stuff like... i liked though but it, it just didn't feel anything new to me i guess but y'all are already starting to convince me maybe i, I read like... it was too low well, I, I guess my argument, because you bring up Wally, and that's that's actually a good uh, and apt comparison for this. Mm. Wally is so, <laughs> and it's so interesting uh, that Disney um, could make a movie that's like, yeah, save the environment. Don't watch, you know, don't glue yourself to your phone or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, but also come to our <laughs> theme park rides or whatever. Um, no, Wally, Wally is very much like. Here is the most negative aspect of the internet. And I do think, like, I do think it is important to, you know, remind people, hey, go touch some grass or whatever. Um, but, <laughs> like, this movie to me feels a little bit, and uh, very obviously, but it's less dystopian and more like, 
oh hey yeah there's bad stuff but there's also good stuff like it, this dad hasn't been watching this stuff because he thinks they're silly goofy movies and dog cop by all standards is a silly goofy movie but he doesn't realize like that makes people's like people love dog cop um, <laughs> which is an interesting like when when the creator is like oh, yeah i love dog cop or whatever and and i knew i told i told my um girlfriend while we were watching it um as soon as he said like oh well is this something like you could actually make a living of and and i've had conversations like that you know as someone who wants to we have two uh but besides me we have two other people that want to get into the film industry. I think everyone that has pursued art stuff has been told at some point, like, well, that's something you can really make money on. And like the dad is being super realistic, but I, I knew at that moment, I was like, there's going to be something where like he had a, he had a dream or whatever. And I, and I always love these um, father characters that are sort of like, their their dream has sort of passed and they're they're happy for sure um but their new goal is like to protect the future and like inspire the future and that's actually really common in uh, a lot of anime shows um but it's kind of the case here i mean obviously you know uh, i guess the dad is fighting robots towards the end of this so <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe it is similar uh in that aspect but yeah i i found that and it was like oh hey there's good things on the internet um, even though it's like, yeah, devices are always watching us or whatever. Um, I, I thought, I thought that was a, at least a more, um, realistic approach than just being like Wally's and Wally was the first one to do it. So it's fine. But Wally's like internet bad. It turned you fat. <laughs> so yeah, that's fair. I don't, but we'll we'll get we'll get Todd up to a seven on this in in no time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Did you guys? Did you guys? Oh, uh, Margo or Mungo? Did you realize Chrissy Teigen and John Legend were the family? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. That's funny. <laughs> I realized like, I because when the Sony people came to my school, they showed them like in their presentation about the movie and they're like yeah it was really cool working with chrissy teigen and john legend and i was like oh okay <laughs> interesting <laughs> yeah i i knew immediately i for whatever reason i know john legend's voice so well um and i was pretty sure i was like well they have to be like it has to be both of them i'd assume I did not know what Chrissy Teigen sounded like. Um, I actually, actually recognize Chrissy Teigen's voice. So, but I, I love the way they did like the the Good Family, the whole movie. Uh, oh. Hello. Huh. Mm. Did something break up? I didn't hear hey at all for a second. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. You cut out for a second. Okay. Maybe, maybe can, just repeat uh, what you said. Yeah, yeah, Mungo, I can re-edit this. You can say your thing about Chrissy Teigen because that's where it, my internet dipped, so it might not have caught that. Okay. Uh, um, I actually didn't recognize uh, John Legend, but I <laughs> recognize Chrissy Teigen because I love really to watch, <laughs> I love to watch uh, lip sync battle and. <laughs> 
I was watching. You would. Nice. <laughs> I watched a few episodes of this uh, lip sync battle before I watched the um, the screening uh, uh, one week ago. So yeah, when the um, Chrissy's character started talking, out, oh, it's Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> but then in the in the credits, so oh, the the other guy was also John Legend. Other guy, how dare you? I didn't recognize any of their voices, but I recognized the daughter's voice instantly as Charlene Yee. Yeah. As Ruby from Steven <laughs> Universe and also you are, you are lying. <laughs> wow. Also, did, you, did you guys recognize Conan O'Brien? I didn't. Conan that? and Blake no. Griffin were in it. I couldn't find them. Yeah, Conan yeah. was the um, the robot in like th that video, the foolish air. When they're talking to the guys, they're in the the pods. There's a robot in the presentation. Like your destination is the black void of space. That's Conan. Oh, oh. nice, nice. I want to know uh, who Griffin McElroy voiced because he was in the yeah. credits, but I didn't. Oh, well, do you know who also was was in the credits that I noticed? Uh, Gravity Falls' his own. Alex Hirsch, yeah, um, was one was one of the college kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's got you know he's one of those people that can chameleon his voice, so that's fine. But yeah, no, there was a great voice cast. Um, the only uh, oh, I loved. I also loved the bit. If we're talking about uh, bits, we loved. I love the reoccurring robots don't know what a pug is. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's um, I thought, funny. I thought that was it. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't know if there's any others. Oh, I actually. I really enjoyed the, the mom in the the kid on this. They're kind of just playing like in between characters, <laughs> like in this fight, um, just because they're like, "Hey, we don't really agree with either of you." Um, <laughs> But we, we just want, you know, this to be not a terrible family vacation. Um, so I thought I thought all of their uh, stuff was really effective. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. The mom, the, I, I was actually really surprised. The mom, uh, I'll admit this. One of the times I cried was just the mom destroying all these death robots for her kid. Like when her kid got taken away, I was like, oh, this is so good. This is so well done. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have too much else. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to hit before we wrap this up? I really liked Olivia Coleman as uh, yes, how as the phone. She did really good. <laughs> like when she was like, placed me face down on the table and just started like flopping around while screaming. That was really funny. <laughs> I guess and we also, should also. Oh, go ahead. Uh, also, uh, now it's like Fred Armisen and Beck Bennett, the two robots. Debra oh, and they were so good. Eric. Yeah, they were also really funny. They're icons. <laughs> they are. We should also point out definitively that uh, Katie is uh, potentially with Jade, not Jake. Yes. We should, we should, we should clarify <laughs> that. <laughs> what? Like, I'm like a conspiracy theorist, but I think Katie might be into girls. Nah. What? Nah. <laughs> it's How? possible. She made dog cop. 
Um, yeah, there. there's there's it's gonna be. It's interesting because um, there's a show both with me and and I don't know if this was the case here. I mean, I don't think they needed. I don't know how else you could be more clear without being like, "Hey, I am gay." <laughs> like the fact some because I've seen some other people like on more than just Margot's review being like, wait, what do you mean the main character's gay? And it's like, how she she talks to a girl and then her mom is like, oh, are you guys like dating yet or whatever? And I guess people are just like, ha ha, moms and their implied, you know, um, <laughs> gay relationships. You you know that, that trope. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I no, think I thought it was- It's impressive to be that oblivious. Yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. Margo, you mentioned this, that like Disney can say whatever they want on being the first studio, animated studio to have a quote unquote gay character. But this is like, this is an actual character, not, yeah, you know. Like a, compared to the, the onward cop who was on screen for like maybe two minutes and had one throwaway line about having a girlfriend that could easily be cut out in like countries that don't approve that. Like, no, Kate, yeah. Katie, Katie be gay. She got that rainbow pin. She, she yeah, what are they going to do? Them. Edit out the rainbow pin? Like, <laughs> maybe, oh, Margo, did you think of this? Maybe that guy's from a different country and Jade is actually Jake. Oh. They did edit it. I don't know. <laughs> Well, <laughs> but like he saw it like he like commented on my review like the day i made it so he must have seen like the netflix uh pre-screening which i assume would be the same for everyone interesting <laughs> oh man um but yeah uh, other than that oh um i guess i should mention this real, real quick before we go um i thought the the two scenes that really got me um, as well that I just wanted to mention because they deserve being mentioned. Uh, the father watching the scenes of his little kid at the beginning and just yeah. in that dark room. Oh, so like gut punchingly powerful. Um, and then when Katie's like rewatching like on the camera, cause it goes all the way back. Um, and like, you see like what he gave up in order to like make this a thing i don't know that just like that's what like elevates the film on a dip because I, I i do enjoy all the jokes and the humor and that stuff is great but like what elevates it for me is the family stuff just is awesome um it's just really well done and i like i'll, I'll go ahead and say it because netflix wants to cut it out every time um, I love the fact that in the credits they had a lot of the cast uh, and crew, all of their like family photos. I thought that was great. Yeah, um, the credits were really cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I haven't seen you know. I it's kind of a little bit of a lost art caring about credits. Um, but oh, hey, I care. Just you wait for the credits for my thesis film. I'm like more proud of the credits than I am of my film. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to that then. Um, but with that said, I think that's going to do it for this review. Um, watch, watch it again. Make it Netflix's most uh, watched thing ever. <laughs> thank you, Todd. Thank you, Margo. Thank you, Mungo, for your first time. And uh, see y'all. I don't know what we have next. Um, 
believe we have uh yeah smackdown coming pretty soon oh also invincible spoilers coming soon uh me and evan still have to record that but uh yeah watch invincible if if you're looking for stuff but that'll do it from us see y'all on the next one bye bye, bye.